Hello, and welcome to Natural History, a podcast about Nature Org Season 6 Gardens of Ninfa. I'm Season 3 winner Mike, and due to several disasters that have befallen our hosting team, I am taking over as host for this episode of the podcast. Uh, with me today as our guest, I have the iconic Fauna from Season 1. Uh, how are you doing, Fauna? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me, Mike. Oh, no problem. We, uh... We're both uh, fairly late replacements for this podcast. Yeah, because... I was DM'd two-ish hours ago. <laughs> yes, and uh, that's when I found out that I was going from guest to hosting as well. Lovely. Uh, so today we are going over episodes 11 and 12 of Natura Org Season 6. Uh, for those of you who are not keeping up on the episode numbers... Those are the final eight episode and the final seven episode uh, featuring the boots of Ben Zed and B. So to begin uh, episode eight, this was right after Yurt was voted out uh, unanimously. We had the challenge. It was touchy subjects. Uh, Fauna, what do you think about uh, touchy subjects as a challenge just in general? It's an org classic. I love it. It was the only challenge I won on my season. I also won touchy subjects on my season. Love it. Uh, this was, I feel like six, uh, 16 questions is like a long touchy subjects. <laughs> it is. Uh, I've seen longer, surprisingly, but it is wow. definitely up there. <laughs> so, uh, going into this challenge, uh, it, it kind of looked like uh, B was probably in the most danger, but, uh, oh, she, sure. she won immunity. She, uh, won touchy subjects and apparently put quite a bit into it. That, uh, is, that is always the right move, in my opinion. I think B played touchy subjects very well, mainly because, uh, she didn't get anything that would put any more of a target on her than she already had, and she was able to win by by uh, by uh, by a decent margin, but not that large that it would put a threat on her back for being good at challenges. Yeah, it, it's actually a little interesting to me that uh, B wins with eleven points. Benzed is second with nine. And those yeah. were kind of the two people who were, like, the most out of the loop, it, it would have appeared, but they ended up having the best reads for touchy subjects. So that's kind of an interesting uh, result there. And then you would think that the Slay members who have been running the game would have been amazing at touchy subjects because they've been so dominant. But then, like, Rio scored, or Rio scored like, three points. Vittoria scored four points. It so it Lucas scored five surprisingly only by answering Deluca's own name. <laughs> yes, Deluca uh, De, De finished, uh, I believe, fourth in the challenge just from answering her own name. Yeah, that's 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 quite impressive. <laughs> so, uh, so one thing I wanted to ask is, uh, Touchy subjects often changes a game, and I feel like it kind of didn't this season. I would tend to agree with that. Like, I don't think 
with this cast, touchy subjects had as big of a ramification for how people are playing the game. Yeah, so, like, on my season, touchy subjects kind of blew up uh, uh, Croft's spot a bit, and I feel like that is a fairly common occurrence. And on touchy subjects on my season, it blew up my spot by winning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this season, like, Rio wins playing the best game, and, you know, Vittoria, DeLuca, tie for favorite person left. Uh, You would expect, in situations like that, that the target would kind of shift onto them right away as being big threats to win, and it, it just didn't. They just... They, everyone just kind of stuck to the game plan. It it feels like... It feels like uh, this cast uh, uh, is more focused on the long game than the immediate game. Uh, yes, I can see that. I also feel like no one this season I, I feel like all the people who are in positions of power feel as though the game is going the the best way that it can for them and that there's Absolutely. no and that there's no way to rock the boat or no reason to rock the boat but we all know that that's impossible because only one person can win it's going to happen at some point it's just about when and who so uh this season or this episode uh this was final eight so b wins immunity and that kind of puts the target right onto ben zed yes um and go on uh i was just going to say i was just going to say yes i feel like i feel like um ben zed had a very upwards uh uh, climb to get out of it because uh, if I remember correctly Benzid had a perception that he wasn't that social <laughs> yes Benzid was uh, it kind of uh, seen I think maybe as ghosting people a little I, I don't know I, I got that sense uh, from reading through confessional. <laughs> Uh, that people, 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 uh, people saw Ben Zed as, as, uh, just like a very, a, a, a very, I would, I would almost call him a, a very under the radar threat, like in terms of like, uh, like, like, uh, like he was, he was out of the loop of the majority, so he could in theory, uh uh cause uh power to shift if if uh the right people wanted it to and then also and then also um and also people he doesn't he doesn't like outside of people wanting him gone on a game level he didn't really have that many eyes on him like for playing that great of a game yes did did Ben Zed win uh, most villainous and touchy subjects? I'm gonna double check that, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, number nine. Yes, Ben Zed won most villainous player, and I, I understand that after his boot, but I uh, did not understand that at the time. 
Ben, Ben, uh, Ben said, um, I feel like, I feel like Ben said knows, knows what he's doing when it comes to orgs. Uh, I just feel like, I feel like, I feel like where people could get an impression of him that he's villainous is that, is that he needs everything to be going according to how he perceives it to needing to be going. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Ben Zed kind of becomes the uh, default target because at this point there's Slay, which is DeLuca, Rio, Vittoria, and Lottie. They are yep. running the game and they control half the votes at this point. 100%. And then, and then Sped is with them. Like, yeah. he's not a member of that Sped, group. Sped is in the upper middle. At this and, point. And Sped didn't, uh, had Ben's at bottom on his trust rankings and really wanted him gone. So, uh, this was this episode, we got the, a very nice, very short lived alliance between Maybell, B, and Ben's Ed as they tried to flip the vote. On, uh, yeah, and, uh, uh, they, kind of cycled through targets quite a bit here. I believe at first they got together and they were like, oh, let's go after DeLuca. And then they thought, oh, no, let's go at, like, then someone, they were trying to get Rio to go along with it and Rio wasn't into it. And the target flipped a couple times and eventually someone kind of told them, oh, I'll go along with Rio and then ultimately didn't so that's how rio ended up getting votes he was never really in danger of actually going home i don't think yeah yeah that 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 sounds about right i feel like i feel like i feel like had 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 sped been more inclined to not be as tight with uh with uh with slay something could have happened but i do think i do think it was in sped's best interest because at this point at this point it's all about protecting your position on the game and i don't think it would have been in sped's best interest uh to work with a minority <laughs> probably not at this point uh Eight is a hard number to make a move at. You kind of oh, have to make your moves at odd numbers. Seven which is and why, five. Which is why seven and five have both become uh, fairly iconic placements in, uh, in the, this, uh, the history. Yes. <laughs> so it appeared as though Maybell B and Ben Zed got extraordinarily close in a very short amount of time. And if you remember... Uh, before the merge, we all thought in the spec chat that Rio, B, and Ben Zed were going to be kind of a power center post-merge, and that ended up not happening. And not only did that not happen, by the time Ben Zed got voted out, he was a little kind of brutal towards uh, Rio in his last words. Oh, 1,000%. Uh, I feel like... I feel like where where Rio uh like split himself off from Ben Zed, if I remember correctly, was when he realized that Ben Zed was far closer with B than he ever was with Rio. 
And that's interesting because Rio felt that way. But I do believe that pretty much the entire season up until the last round or two, Ben said had uh, Rio ranked above B in his trust rankings. I I feel like I feel like that's accurate. Um which 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 is interesting. I feel like I feel like it I feel like it's a it's it's it both has positives and negatives. Like I feel like I feel like it was a good play on Rio's perspective because Rio was able to position himself into a min- uh, into a majority, but also but also I don't feel like his worries were as founded as he uh, as he made them out to be. <laughs> so the vote ends up being five to three. Uh, Slay plus Bed vote for Ben Zed. Yeah. Maybell B and Ben Zed vote for Rio. And after the vote, Ben Zed goes a little scorched earth in his final in his uh, last words uh he said that Lottie, victoria and deluca uh dehumanized him by uh ghosting him which honestly in hindsight seems a little excessive since uh ben zed was also getting complaints from other people about ghosting before he was in trouble oh true yes exactly uh rio he said uh uh, football sucks. Uh, that's soccer. I'm sorry, but uh, and then uh, said that Rio is a shit liar and that you're going home within the next two rounds, and that Sped will be going home next for not causing a tie vote. Uh, which which makes no sense. Why which, would Sped make zero sense? It probably makes sense somewhere in Benzed's delusion, but uh... yeah, I, I wonder if Benzed's still believes that <laughs> because uh at that point uh it would have made go- zero sense for sped to flip going into that episode sped had ben's head dead last on his trust rankings so you're basically saying how dare you not go to rocks for someone that you didn't even want here <laughs> which the logic is not logicking. <laughs> yeah, so what did you think overall of uh, Ben Zed's last words? Did you think I thought they, they were... Uh... Go on. No, uh, no, uh, you finish your question. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, did you think that they would uh, shake up the game at all, or did you think it was just, like, the venting of someone who was very frustrated and no one would really take it seriously? I think... I I remember... At the time, I think, as a spec, it's always iconic to see, like, last words that are in that vein, because, 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 uh, they always, they always are, they are, they're dramatic, so they make a moment, uh, uh, but, but, I feel like, I feel like from, from a game perspective, it could have gone either way, uh, I, I know, like that. After the fact, we now know they did have an impact, but, uh, but uh, I honest, I honestly feel like it could have gone either way. Like, like they could have just writ- written them out- off as like rambling, uh, um, 
uh, or or they could have been taken to heart. I feel like it just it just it generally just depends uh, on on the cast uh, ways uh, headspace. <laughs> so uh, that ended episode eleven. Very dramatically, might I? <laughs> yes, and uh, going into episode twelve, uh, Maybell and B were uh, pretty clearly on the bottom and very and feeling very upset. Uh, and Maybell started saying some stuff about how they would uh, cause chaos and ta- like tank their own game to save B. And I just we just need to put a pin in that and remember it for uh, what happens next. So anyway, uh, the next challenge, the final seven challenge, was the Code Hide and Seek, a Natura Org classic that has been played, I believe, in every even number season. Uh, Coram and Sophie won it. Oh, yeah. And, and this season, uh, Lottie won it pretty decisively, I believe. Uh, yeah, Lottie yeah. was not, it, I don't believe it was close. Yeah, Lottie won five points to three, which sounds close, but Lottie's code was only found once, and she found everyone else's code, so that's a pretty small window for someone else to try to win. Uh, you, uh, she got there's only six points available in the whole challenge, and she got five of them. Uh, exactly. And then, mean, meanwhile, Maybell got a uh, minus six. Yeah, so, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> what I found interesting is that uh, Lottie's code didn't... I couldn't find it, I'm going to be honest. I tried to play along with the challenge, and I was completely lost. And uh, in hindsight, it doesn't seem like it was uh, that hard to find. <laughs> Where was, was uh, Lottie's code? I didn't uh, really follow along with the challenge. Uh, so an account joined the server about, like, five minutes before the challenge started, and uh, her code was in the uh, profile pic of the uh, person who joined the server. It was a a dummy account. But, uh, and when that account joined, I was like, oh, that is either a code or it's someone who joined at the exact right uh, moment to make everyone else stressed. But I still couldn't find it because uh, the text of the code was the same color as the background of the picture, which was very That's smart. very smart. Yep. That was, the, uh, that was the reason. I think that was really what made it hard to find. I'd have to talk to the people who were actually looking for it. Uh, DeLuca, Sped, and B all hid their codes in the exact same spot. And it was a very clever spot. But if your code is in the same spot as to other people, they're going to find your code. Yeah, they're going to find your code, and it's not going to be seen as original from a spectator perspective. Yeah, and it, I I thought it was a very clever spot. They uh, hid them in the emojis, but uh, apparently it wasn't as clever as I, uh, as I thought. So, Lottie wins. B really needed it, it looked, it seemed like. But after this, Sped comes out and says, this is the moment to make his big move. Yes, uh, which which I think is 
now this time, I think it's very smart on his perspective. Yes, but this was this was the moment Sped was right about this. Uh, the round before was around too early because Ben Zed wasn't really his. Uh, Ben said wasn't really a number at all for Sped. So there is no need to step in to save him. But now you're at seven. You just need to try to get to four. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah. Yeah, you want to be in a good position going into four. So so positioning yourself here is very crucial. <laughs> yes, so uh at this point in time, uh, Sped tries to connect with B and Maybell to make a move on Rio. Yes. So, so uh, Rio won touchy subjects uh, as playing the best game, uh, which is literally the worst thing you can win. Like, it is absolutely a death sentence in 9 out of 10 cases. <laughs> yes, like, I won uh, most annoying on my touchy subjects, and most people would probably get upset, and I was just sitting there like, oh, thank God I didn't win best game. <laughs> <laughs> I won best game. <laughs> and you finished fifth, and so did Croft, who uh, won best game on my season. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> it, it's the kiss of death. It is uh, 100% the first nail in your coffin. So, Bed wants to make a move on Rio here. And, of course, he reaches out to B because she's the consensus target. She's in the minority. And uh, they just need Maybell and one other. Yeah. And here's the issue. Vittoria is, is on the fence thinking, do I turn on Slay now? Vittoria knows that they're going to have to at some point. And they're considering making the move with them to take out, with that group to take out Rio. Maybell does not come online during the, uh, during the, the cycle. Tribal council. The entire tribal council. And without Maybell being there for a vote, uh, there's n- there's no way to get to four, and uh, Victoria and Sped have to jump ship and vote for B. Sped very reluctantly. Victoria was kind of on the fence the whole time, and Maybell ends up getting a self vote and a strike. Uh, this is uh, incredibly depressing to watch because uh, it is. So sad, and honestly, the fallout from it is even sadder. (laughs) Yes, because B was, uh, everyone knows, was my my girl. I uh, picked her to win. B was the spec chat's favorite thing ever. Uh, Everyone loved B. killer of every draft ever. (laughs) B was the most drafted player in a Churro Org history. B uh, was really putting together... Just a, an incredible heroic run, and for underdog through and through. And if Sped, who was much like kind of disrespected, including by myself early in the game, and is now looking incredible, and I'm actually really impressed with Sped, and I will 
absolutely apologize for all the all the uh, negative things I said about him earlier. Uh, I don't if, think anyone saw Sped being as much I, of a fan favorite as he is going into Final Six. <laughs> I do have to give a shout out to Dream because Dream called it and everyone was like, no, Dream, you're wrong. Sped's a goat. And Sped's absolutely not a goat. Uh, Dream was right. And uh, uh, just the storyline of Sped, who's just kind of been sitting there waiting in the cut, him ju- coming down at the 11th hour, saving B, flipping Vittoria, that would, uh, keeping this underdog run by B going, it would have been incredible to watch, and it just didn't 1, work out. Uh, Maybell said that uh, they were at dance class all day. Yes, and it- yes, the 24-hour no-break. <laughs> Yes. Can't stop dancing dance class. I think, I feel like you'd probably collapse at some point if you were asked to dance for eight yeah, consecutive hours. Yeah, I feel hours. like that is just an ER call waiting to happen. So, I don't, I can't pretend to know what uh, an intense dance class is like. Uh, But I can say I don't believe that the other players in the game bought the uh by the excuse very much. Absolutely not. And even if it's I have to, even if it is correct, even if that is what these like high class dance studios are like, uh, it just doesn't seem to have uh registered with the other players. Yeah, very much so. Uh it's uh it feels like a cop out and I feel like B is slightly right to be bitter about it. Yes, and it's and remember what I said earlier, Maybell had previously told B and said in comps that they would go crazy and tank tank their own game if they had to to save B because they had bonded so closely. And then when there actually was a plan to possibly save B, Maybell was uh, nowhere to be found. Yeah. So that, this kind yeah. this kind of leads into the next thing I wanted to talk about. So B goes out five one one. Maybell with the self vote. Vote B votes to Luca, but uh, at that point B knew she was toast, and she uh, yeah. let Carlbot, I believe, pick uh, or Pancake. Someone picked the uh, yeah. vote for. To be so, fair. Uh, Kind of on brand for B's story, as her and DeLuca had a very interesting relationship. So, I wanted to talk, before we get to predictions, I wanted to talk about uh, the way the jury's shaping up real quick. So, B was, uh, had like kind of a bit of a rivalry with Lottie to the very end, that it seemed like uh, that relationship was repaired a bit right before B got voted out just because oh, Lottie yeah. came to her and said, listen, I'm voting you out and it's because I think you're going to win and I think you're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, I... So, there's been a lot of accusations from people who got voted out so far se- since the merge that the majority alliance ghosts of the Slay target. Slay has ghosted them. <laughs> yes, that Slay ghosts the target. 
And people in spec chat have argued whether that's true or not. But it doesn't really matter if it is true. It matters if people think it's true. It's the jury's perception 100%, and that is what matters. So this is a great example. Lottie didn't lie to B, didn't give her false hope. She just talked to her. And I think just by doing that, Lottie became, probably moved up a couple spots in B's potential jury vote ranking. Oh, 1,000%. I feel like right now, looking at the jury, uh, Sped is pretty much unanimously the jury's favorite. (laughs) Yeah, so after that, Lottie is now fourth on... uh, on B's uh, potential vote rankings, which isn't very high, but it's high enough where you have a chance. And she, oh, I think sure. she does have a chance at B's vote as long as Sped is not there. I think Sped has that vote locked down if he's there. Oh, for sure. Sped is... I love Sped's arc. Yes. So, so <laughs> here's... That's the thing. I Slay has been dominating the game from a strategic point of view. But I kind of feel, up until this point, as though Sped is the only player in the game who has actually prioritized jury management at all. Oh, 1,000%. I think that is very accurate. He's the only player who has, like, actually spoken to a lot of these, a lot of these people consistently like they're human. (laughs) And... We've uh, made, there's been some jokes about how he can uh, kind of put his foot in his mouth a bit. The most famous one was when he asked Deluca if oh uh, she got her baby's name off Google. But uh, <laughs> just if no one else is talking to these people at all, and Sped is, even if he's being blunt and straightforward and maybe every now and then says something that's a little, like, foot-in-the-mouthy, Yeah, you're going to gravitate towards someone who's at least giving you time and attention. Oh, 1,000%. And, and that I is why... Absolutely, I would too. So, as of right now, uh, Sped is number one in both B and Shim's rankings to get their vote. We don't have updated ones from Benzed or Yurt. But I feel like Ben Zed was so close to B, and B is so on Team Sped, that Ben Zed is probably also a vote for Sped. Yeah, which doesn't look good for, like, anyone else. <laughs> yes, if, if you have three votes at when there's four people on the jury... That's pretty damn good. <laughs> could, could you make an argument right now that Sped is actually the most likely person to win the game. Because I think right now, if I was setting those odds, it would be either him or Vittoria. I think that's 1,000% correct. I feel like Lottie is like a distant third. (laughs) Yes, I think Uh, Lottie... And and Lottie has a very interesting case for me, where I think Lottie's played a phenomenal game. I don't think the jury sees it at all. (laughs) I think Lottie does have problems with perception where uh, her game is like almost too under the radar to win. 
but I also think that she has issues with jury management. And I do have some issues with uh, some of the, uh, the the boot order. I feel like she made uh, some mistakes early merge. Yeah, uh, that's fair. So I think Lottie and Rio are very much still in the running to win, but they, they're behind the eight ball with Sped and uh, Vittoria. And then... Maybell is... <laughs> May, af, after this publicly getting a cell vote into strike, it's hard to justify that at Final it's Tribal Council. It's incredibly hard. So... I don't think I could make, like, a feasible argument, even if Maybell plays, like, perfectly throughout the endgame, as yeah. to why Maybell should win this season. <laughs> and then the last person to talk about there is DeLuca, who is beloved by the spec chat and the I, jury hates her <laughs> i yeah i do not believe I've, I've said this for a kind of a few rounds now i don't think that the players in the game have the same perception of deluca that we have oh not at all <laughs> except possibly rio rio loves deluca yes so, rio might be the only one getting his perception of deluca <laughs> And it's pretty interesting because I, I really do think Deluca is great. She is an adorable baby. She has an adorable baby. She is really just charismatic. But I wa- so she sent a confessional. At so- I'm tr- going to try to get the exact wording here, but she sent a confessional short uh, around the time of the boot. Where she said, okay, here it is. Uh, any, anyone ever experienced like debilitating anxiety when someone wants you to talk to them? Like, I have been stuck on whether or not to respond to her all day. Yeah. So she gets the chance to explain that to us, and I think we all understand that feeling because we all play orgs. If yeah. she's been doing that to every target, where she gets anxious and she doesn't like she doesn't want to lie because I think DeLuca is an inherently good person. Yeah, I think Luca might be too good of a person to play orgs like, at some points. But I feel like she might be such so, so good of a person that she comes off as like kind of like I guess like arrogant or like not because she doesn't to us, but to the people who are being voted out. If every round they go to DeLuca and they're trying to save themselves and she is at home free- thinking, oh, no, I don't want to lie to this person. She's giving getting anxiety and she just doesn't talk to them. Yeah. That just looks like ghosting. That looks like the worst kind of judgment. <laughs> so part of me doesn't want deluca anywhere near final tribal council we would very much appreciate deluca getting voted out in one of the next two rounds yeah so i i just don't want i feel like the jury could be very 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 mean to deluca and i don't want to see her go through that because deluca is wonderful and i think probably a candidate to possibly win some awards but not a candidate to win the game I 
three. So I th- we've been talking for a while. We had two episodes to go through, but uh, before we leave, just uh, do you have any predictions over uh, next boot and uh, just in general what you think is uh, might happen? Uh, my, uh, my predictions are that, uh, I feel like, um, I am fairly confident if people don't catch on to Sped's game, Sped will win the season. (laughs) I Uh, think Sped is very likely to win the season. I, I kind of want Final Tribal Council to be Sped and Vittoria. That would be interesting. I'd like that. I think Maybell is almost certainly going to have the third seat. Yeah. I can't see anyone voting out Maybell at this point. Yeah. So I uh, I see I see at some point um I I see it very probably that the next couple of rounds could be uh could be DeLuca and Lottie blindsides. I think that this round coming up will most likely be either Rio or DeLuca because they are kind of a knit pair. And yeah. then final five will likely be Lottie joining the fifth placers club. Yeah, that seems about right. Th- that that sounds about right for Natura. <laughs> and then it's it's an interesting situation because uh, I feel as though Vittoria and Sped are the two most like have the two mo- highest equity with the jury, the two most likely people to actually win. And I also feel like they're the most likely people to get to the end, which never happens. That never yeah. happens. <laughs> it's very rare that the people who are the highest on the jury's list end up very likely making the end. Yes, like usually you threat purge, and I feel like the players in the game probably if you took a ballot who do you see as the most likely people to win it would probably be the top three would probably be Lottie, rio and deluca in some order and i think it they, they're actually more like three uh three five or three four and five yeah so it's a very interesting game where uh the jury's perception is wildly different from uh, the in-game player's perception. I think this is that's largely due to kind of the wall that's that the Slay Alliance built around themselves. Oh, one thousand percent. I think I think they were I think they've been so in the majority that they've made themselves almost unrootable from a fellow player perspective. <laughs> Yes, and Sped, despite voting with them every single round, by not Gets really being a member... By not directly being in the alliance. And I, uh, this, I'm going to make this my final point to the podcast, because I think it might be a controversial one for anyone who got this long. My player comp for Sped for this season, especially if he pulls it off and wins, is... Sandra from Heroes vs. Villains. Which is, I'm comparing him to the, arguably the greatest player of all time. So I think that's a little, might be a little controversial. But it seems accurate to me that 
Sandra was a villain and was with the villains all season, but wasn't really a villain. And this that kind of feels like what Sped is doing yes, with uh, Sped, the Slay Alliance. Sped was so likable to the other players who were getting voted out that he stopped being a villain. Yes, and just showing, even if the move doesn't come together, just showing your willingness to possibly make a move against the people that the jury doesn't like yeah. is enough. For you. So I really think that Sped has a, at the very least, if, if Slay wants to win, it's probably going to have to be like a 4-3 if any of those people want to win. Because I, I think Sped is pretty close to having three locked-in jury votes already. Oh yeah, 1000%. I would agree there. So, uh, is there any other uh, points that you wanted to make before we end the podcast? Um, I would like to make that this is one of the most entertaining seasons of Natura that I've seen. Uh, um, uh, I, I, um, I just, I, I think, I think from, I think from Merge onwards, this has been a very, very intriguing season from a spectator perspective, and I'm very excited to see how it finishes. Uh, the, uh, the breakup of Slay has been long awaited and now seems pretty much inevitable because uh Sped and Mabel <laughs> Yeah, Sped and Mabel will not be going next to. So we'll see what how this shakes out. My guess is that Rio and DeLuca end up on the bottom for this next vote. And then the survivors probably able to flip it around for the vote after that. And yeah. uh we probably end up with one of Rio and DeLuca, one of Lottie and Vittoria, and then Sped and Maybell, and that will be the final four. I think that's very accurate, Mike. I think that's a very, very likely possibility. So, uh, if there's nothing else to share, uh, thank you all for uh, listening to our uh, double episode. This was a very difficult podcast to come together. Uh, due to a couple illnesses and a deer. Uh, and uh, and uh, hopefully the next one we'll be able to have some uh, of the normal hosts back. But until next time, uh, thank you all for listening and for spectating. Uh, and good night. Night. Take me a second to figure out how to stop recording, but Sophie can edit this part out. All good. There we go. Wait.